0: We have all heard countless myths about homeschooling kids and their moms, even if we aren't homeschooling families. You all know the myths I'm talking about, but there is a smaller group within the homeschool community, which is probably larger than you might think, thousands and thousands and thousands of us that consist of two parent working homeschool families or even single working homeschool parents. I have heard many myths about this working homeschool lifestyle now that I've been creating content about it and living this lifestyle for a few years. And I wanted to discuss some of the myths today. Some do have some truth to them, but some just aren't true at all for most of us. I'm sharing this for two different reasons. One, so that fellow working homeschool moms feel seen and understood, because this is a very select group of people within you know, an already kind of smaller community. And also so that those of us who work and dream of homeschooling see that this may not really be what they imagine it to be in their head. It might be better than you think. It may be more realistic than you think because so many think that homeschooling and working is just totally unattainable. Nobody's doing it and that is just not true. So I am excited to share with you today glue it's messy it's sticky it gets everywhere but it also can be really useful for us working homeschool moms when life gets chaotic or overwhelming we don't need work-life balance because is that even truly possible we need work-life glue we need routines tips encouragement and advice from fellow moms who are also living a working and homeschooling lifestyle to help us glue the pieces all together i'm sarah a homeschooling mom to three little girls who is insanely passionate about helping other moms balance work and homeschool, and also encouraging moms on the fence that it truly is possible to do both. The Work Life Blue podcast is for busy working homeschool moms to have a place to chat about this crazy, beautiful lifestyle. It's also for moms who desire to homeschool but need an income and don't know what to do. I'm here for you. I share my own wisdom and ideas and also interview fellow working homeschool moms because we all have so much to learn from one another. We definitely don't have any time to waste, so come on in, get comfy, and let's get started. Something I've noticed since the rise of social media is that we not only have a rise in knowing what the myths are about different groups of people, but we also I think have developed more because we can observe groups of people without leaving our home online and sometimes those are stereotypical views of that group of people. And name any group of people and I'm sure there are countless TikToks and reels and blog posts and videos about that group of people that are just not true but they're based on people's assumptions or one person in that group is giving you know a not very realistic or not very positive view of that group and I think the same thing goes with homeschooling. There are many many amazing Instagram accounts, TikTok accounts, YouTube channels uh, blogs, all those different types of social media out there that are portraying homeschool families in a really good way. Um, but there are also lots that are not portraying homeschooling that many of us would feel is accurate. Plus, you have, you know, news stories about homeschool families gone wrong and things like that. And so it's easy for people to kind of nitpick and find little things and then take that and create a whole myth. And then when you add a working homeschool family on top of it, you can just imagine what kind of myths would come about from that. And so I want to break some of those down today. I came up with nine different myths that I've heard over the years of being a working homeschool mom and I want to break them down a little bit. Not every single one is completely false, um, but maybe the perspective is a little off or I can shed a little light about it. So the first myth is that working homeschool moms are saints with endless supplies of energy and patience. And while this one does not seem negative, um, it definitely makes anyone who is not those things feel inadequate. And it definitely perpetuates people not homeschooling because they need to work, because they feel like they have to be a saint with endless supplies of energy and patience, which is just not true. I know many homeschooling moms. I know many working homeschool moms. And while I love so many of them, none of them are saints with endless supplies of energy and patience. Any real conversation I've had with them, we all struggle with the same things. Kids who have a difficult time, who test our patience, not having enough energy to do everything, feeling inadequate. And so this is definitely not true. I don't know a single mom at all who's a saint with endless supplies of energy and patience, but especially working homeschool moms, we are just regular moms who made difficult choices for our family like any other mom and are doing the best we can to manage. For myself, speaking for myself, I pray for patience multiple times a day in front of my kids when we start our homeschool day i literally start with a prayer and then i pray for patience because lord knows i need it because this is not an easy gig working with your own kids educating them they try your patience more than any other child would because they're your own and they know you're always going to love them so i definitely don't have endless supplies of energy or patience many of us myself included Look at other families when we're at the park or we're at a play date or where have you, church, and we think this thought, she must have more patience than me because she's handling that so well. Just remember that you're getting this tiny little snapshot and patience works in different ways. Maybe you have patience for certain behaviors that other people don't, but you don't have patience in some areas like, let's say, Dinner time really stresses you out, and you don't have a lot of patience in that area. But when your toddler's having a meltdown over getting the wrong cup at snack, you're fine. Like, we all have different things that trigger us. Most of us aren't triggered by every single little thing all day, every single day. But there may be moms who have more patience in one area than you, but you're just seeing that tiny little snapshot doesn't mean she doesn't lose her cool. It doesn't mean she has patience in every single area. The truth is, you learn patience by having to practice it. And the only way to have to practice it is when you don't have enough patience and you have to work through that. So homeschooling actually teaches parents and people like me, people like you, patience, but that's because we have to practice it because we're forced to, because we're with our kids and we have no other choice. So if you wanna get better at having patience and energy, try homeschooling um, and working on top of it because you're gonna learn these things because you have to, because that's what moms do. We learn and we grow because we have to, and we do that for our kids. The same is true for energy. I don't know a single working homeschool mom that is just naturally more energetic than anybody else. We all have different forms of energy. We're all in different seasons of life, and in some you have more energy, and some you have less. But we are just resourceful because that's what moms do. Any mom can homeschool And learn these things because moms are just amazing at figuring things out when life gets tough. And so we figure out how to say no to more things or to be more creative with our time or to time block. We learn new skills so that we don't necessarily gain more energy, but we are more wise with the energy that we have on a given day. Something I really find funny about myths is that there may be one myth about a group of people that says one thing, and then there may be a myth about that same group of people that says the exact opposite thing. And both things can't be true at the same time about a whole group of people. So the second myth is actually the opposite of the last one, and that is working homeschool moms are completely burnt out. So we have a group of people who think, in order to work in homeschool, you have to be like a saint and have endless supplies of patience and energy. And another group of people who think if you're going to work in homeschool, you're going to be completely burnt out. So this just makes me laugh because there are two ends of the spectrum. So either people assume we have tons of energy and patience or that we are completely burnt out and like in a corner rocking and mumbling things that nobody would understand. And while I will say that's never actually happened to me but you know obviously any mom gets burnt out at some point not burnt out to the point of like giving up on life but burnt out to the point where they're like something's got to change so i i have been many different kinds of moms i've had been a public school mom i've been a work from home mom i've had businesses i've ran a daycare i've had i've homeschooled and worked I have done lots of different things, and every single version of that, I have had moments of being overextended, burnt out, overwhelmed, and sometimes that had to do with my job or my motherhood, and sometimes it's just because life is really stressful sometimes, or because we're hormonal, or because we just had a baby, or because our child's getting up in the night, we're not getting enough sleep. So I think that every single mom can relate to this feeling of overwhelm and being burned out. For me, when my youngest was born, it was the height of the pandemic in August 2020 when she was born. She was a super observant baby, and I had an incredibly active and into everything just turned three-year-old who was her older sister, and then I had a five-year-old also, and I could not nurse my baby anywhere but a dark room with a fan running, which is problematic when you have a three-year-old who needs to be watched every second of every day. It was incredibly stressful. And then you add on top of that, I wasn't sleeping a lot. I was breastfeeding constantly and I just felt completely burnt out. And I felt like, you know, maybe I should just drive away one day, which obviously I didn't do and didn't really entertain the thought. But we have those thoughts sometimes as moms of like, life would be so much easier if I just wasn't doing this. But obviously we're not called to this life because it's easy. So there are things in my life, seasons where I have felt this, that ha- I wasn't homeschooling or working really at that time. I was mainly just being a mom at that time. So you don't have to be a working homeschool mom to feel this way. But I do find working and homeschooling have a lot on my plate and it's really forced me to be really resourceful, to streamline to create systems, to have routines that I talk about on this podcast that make it more manageable, to make it less overwhelming. And when I'm feeling that overwhelming feeling anytime as a mom, it makes me stop and go, okay, what needs to change? Because this is not sustainable. I'm not good for myself. I'm not good for my kids. I'm not good for my husband. I'm not good for my friends. I'm not good for my clients or what have you. And so that's when we have to take a second to reassess. But Just being a working homeschool mom does not guarantee you're going to be burnt out and overwhelmed. That's pretty much a guarantee just by becoming a mom, you're going to feel that at times, or just being a human. We all feel that at times when life gets overwhelming, but you definitely don't need to live in that constantly just because you're a working homeschool mom. Another myth I hear a lot is that if you're a working homeschool mom, you must have childcare often. So this myth really comes out of the fact that many people think of working in homeschool moms in a traditional working sense. So they picture the mom and dad working outside of the house from about 8 or 9 to 5 p.m. and then homeschooling, you know, around those hours, which seems really difficult, which it would be. So when you think of it like that, you think, well, what are the kids doing from Nine to five every day. They must have a nanny or grandma takes them or they have some kind of co op or something they do every day or something along those lines. You would need some kind of childcare, especially if your kids are under the age of like 12 and can't just be on their own throughout the day, which most homeschooling families, especially when they start, don't have kids that are over the age of 12. So this myth makes sense in theory, but where it falls short is that most working homeschool moms are not two parents working the exact same schedule every single day. We are creative and crafty and resourceful, and we have different schedules than that. For me, I work inside the home doing daycare uh, before and after school, and then I run a business in the nooks and crannies of my day. So I don't have childcare most days. I do have my kids go to to their grandparents, my parents, once a week for about six hours in between the school before and after school care, but that's it. And even if I didn't have that, I would still be just working in the nooks and crannies of my day. A lot of working homeschool moms do work outside of the home, but they are on an opposite schedule of their spouse. So they don't always need childcare, um, other than their spouse, which I would not consider childcare because it's their father. Um, some people do weekends, they work weekends, or they do freelance work where they're working, you know, from home or maybe outside of the home, but only during hours that really works for them. So they don't have to have childcare. Most of us don't have child care because the whole point of working is to create an income for our family. And if you're also paying for childcare, that taps into that. That's not to say that none of us have childcare. It's just that I would say the vast majority of working homeschool moms are not paying for child care. Um, Because first of all, trying to find childcare for elementary or middle school, up to middle school age children is really, really hard during the school hours because you can't get like a teenager in most cases unless they're homeschooled to watch your kids. Um, And so you might have like a nanny situation, but most nannies want to work full time. Um, Not every single one, but that's just more common. And so that can be really, really hard. So it just even finding childcare would be really hard. Um, unless it's family. So some people do for sure use childcare. I'm not saying nobody does, but it's usually not what you think. It's not Monday through Friday for most people. It's not all day. They are creative with their work schedules. They're creative with how they work, when they work, if they work outside the home or inside the home. I actually have a whole podcast episode about different ways to work as a homeschool mom. So Listening to that, you can imagine most of those situations don't require childcare. And so, this is a myth where I would say, I don't know, I have no idea what the data is for how many working homeschool moms use childcare. But from what I've observed and who I know in my life and who I've talked to online, throughout, you know, my work life glue brand is that most of us do not use childcare at all and if we do it's very sparingly, maybe a day a week or a couple hours here or there. Another myth I hear that just makes me laugh is that working homeschool moms must not really need the money. They're not really working for real income. They're just working for, you know, a couple bucks here or there. This one makes me laugh because Why would most people work if they didn't have to? Obviously, many people enjoy work. Many stay-at-home moms become working moms to some degree. They start businesses and stuff because they want to. So I'm not saying that never happens. And I love what I do and I probably would still do it even if I didn't need the money. But I can imagine most moms who work and homeschool and do all the mom things, both of all of these things are like many, many hours a week that we're doing these things. Most of us would not work a ton and homeschool and be a mom if we didn't need the money in some way. So some people think we're just doing it for like extra nice vacations or nicer clothes or fun money here and there or dining out more. And while I'm sure many working homeschool moms do use their ex their income that they earn for these things, Many, many of us actually rely on that income just as we would if we did not homeschool and we worked outside the home. We just value homeschooling. And so we needed a way to be able to homeschool. And that was to keep working in some way or to start working, you know, if money got tight. There are so many situations where money is very helpful when things go wrong in your home, like things break down. When your kids, you know, trying to save up for their college funds and things like that, homeschooling itself can be expensive. And so trying to pay for that can um, really help if you have a job. But so many working homeschool moms rely on that money just as they would if they were working outside the home for things like groceries, mortgage payments, gas money, other necessities, just, you know, getting by, paying their bills. And so many working homeschool moms are not like, rolling in the dough. They need that money and they're just as stretched as many families feel right now, even though both parents are working to some degree, but they just value homeschooling so much for their family, for the lifestyle it provides and things like that, that they're willing to work on top of that because they have to in order to be able to homeschool. Another myth that I have fallen prey to, not just in the working homeschool mom sphere, but just in the mom sphere in general, and that is that working homeschool moms have easier kids than me. I know so many people view other people's Instagram posts and things like that and think, well, she must have much easier kids than me because I could never do that. And I'm going to be honest. I've thought that when I've seen people with larger families, um, when I see some posts, I'm like, wow, my kids could never do that because my kids are a lot more difficult than theirs. And the thing we have to keep in mind is that we're just seeing a snapshot of somebody's day. We're not seeing the full picture. Everybody's situation's different. Everybody's parenting style is different. What they can handle as a parent is different. Um, everything is different and our kids are different. We're different. So it's so easy to fall into the trap of thinking that if someone lives a lifestyle that may look more difficult than your own in some way, then they must have it easier in some way. So a lot of people, especially after 2020, think homeschooling is like extremely hard and draining. And while it can be those things sometimes, most people homeschool in a much different way than the 2020 experience of distance learning or learning at home was. Most of us are not teaching our kids in that exact situation. And we can leave the house and things like that. And we're not trying to work our Same jobs that people were working outside of the home. Now they're trying to work inside the home and have kids at home. Like our situations are so different, but it's so easy for people to remember that time, even if they didn't experience that at the time. Just hearing people experience how stressful it was for kids to all of a sudden be home and doing school on their computers and trying to help them with it. And all of a sudden they're the teacher and they're still working and all of these things. It was really, really stressful. And it's easier, it's easy to just assume that that's how homeschooling is too. And that if we continue living like that, if we homeschool long periods of time, then our kids must just be so much easier because nobody would rightfully pick that in their right mind. They would not pick to have that lifestyle, which is just funny because first of all, homeschooling is so much more adaptable than what people were forced to do during the pandemic um they didn't have a lot of choices about how to educate their kids the, the schools just had to move to a different platform a different model and parents were just just had to deal and that was just the way it was because what else were they going to do homeschooling You can change curriculum. You can homeschool whenever you want. You don't have people checking in on you all the time. You can adapt it to what your kids like. You can go down different rabbit trails. You can learn about different things and what the school requires. You can do different things. And so it makes it a lot more adaptable. And also, we get to know our kids. I don't want to say, like, if you homeschool, you know your kids better than if you public school or something. I'm never going to shame anybody in that way. And that's just really not true. We all learn about our kids in the time we have available. And the more time you have, yes, you get to know your kids in a different way. Um, But I think I had amazing parents who didn't see me a whole lot. You know, I was in the public school I had before and after school care, and I still think my parents knew me incredibly well and did a very good job of parenting. So I'm never going to knock people who choose another path of educating. I will say, having had a daughter who did do public uh, kindergarten and then now homeschooling, I have had to learn how to deal with the difficulties of my kids in a different way because I have to educate them. If they were going to school, yes, I would still deal with some of the more more difficult behaviors after school on weekends and things like that. But when you add on top of that educating them, it's just an opportunity if you want to look at that way to get to know your kids in a different way and to find ways to, you know, really tune into what works for them, what they need that you may not have the opportunity or need to do if they're being educated outside the home, because maybe some of the stressors that they would have are at school and you're not with them, or a lot of the stressors are from the parent educating them and you're not doing that. So I think it's not really that we have easier kids. Um, you know, there I, I don't even like saying easier or harder kids. Like kids are humans and every season's different, every age is different, and while Some seasons and ages are more difficult than others for certain kids. That doesn't mean that there aren't challenges, even if a kid is quote unquote easier. They may feel more neglected. They may feel like they're not getting enough attention. And so they may start to act out later. You really don't know. Um, And it's just every situation so different. So it's really not that every single working homeschool mom has easier kids. It's that She values that time with them and works through it, even though maybe her kids aren't easier, but she finds a way to work with them because that's the choice they've made. And what's interesting with this myth is that I actually have friends, I've seen a lot of people online who actually have kids with special needs or special who need special attention in some way, Um, And that would actually make homeschooling harder. And they just felt like maybe their kids wouldn't get enough attention or um, get the things that they need in school. Or maybe they just, you know, felt called to be the one to provide that for them as a homeschooling mom. And so they find ways to make it work. Their kids are actually what I would say are quote unquote harder. And I I don't like using that term, but that's just, um, you know, when people think their kids are easier, that would assume that other kids are harder. And so, kids with special needs, you know, need more resources. They need more patience. They need more out of their parents a lot of the times. And a lot of moms take that on as a working homeschool mom to be able to provide for their family, but also be able to be the main one caring for their child and educating them when they have these unique challenges or unique um, abilities or disabilities that can make educating somebody a little bit um more challenging or requiring of more um energy or patience or resources than the typical child would. I know for myself when I see other toddlers or preschoolers who are really calm and they just kind of sit there and play and they are go with the flow. I have the thought, is my uterus faulty? Because I do not create children like that. I've had three extremely high energy, extremely um, just kind of chaotic at times, loud, beautiful. Like none of these things are bad, but all of my kids as toddlers and preschoolers were what I would think most parents would label as quote-unquote more challenging. Does that mean they're bad? Does that mean I don't love them? Does that mean any of these things? Absolutely not. It's just the type of children that I have created, and it's easy to think, well, I can't do this, that, or the other thing because my kids are more challenging or because they don't stay quiet in church or they don't just sit and play quietly at playdates. They're like running around, and everybody knows they're there, and everybody sees us, and we're we kind of stand out sometimes because I just have that kind of kids, and they require their own set of parenting techniques and different types of love and different um, energy levels at times and things like that. But that doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make parenting them a bad experience. It just makes it. Different, And so I have to parent my kids differently than people with more calm, easygoing kids would have to. That doesn't mean one is necessarily harder or worse than the other. It just means that's what I have and that's what they have. And we're all going to go through different difficulties as parents, regardless of our kids' personalities at different times in our parenthood journey. And the beauty of homeschooling is that I get to be the one to figure out these things about my kid, to figure out what works. Sometimes in a school setting, kids who do have more obvious behaviors, who are louder, who are more challenging in certain ways, who have special needs, not always, but tend to not fit the mold that school provides. And obviously there are things like IEPs and things like that. But I just know from my own experience as a Public school kid, there were teachers who just didn't like me, and who who I like rubbed them the wrong way, and so that was not a pleasant experience when I they were my teacher. And so, being a mom and loving your kids regardless because they came out of you and you're devoted to them a hundred percent, it just gives you that opportunity, regardless of if your kids are quote unquote easier, quote unquote harder to get to know them to adapt their education to them and working in homeschooling doesn't have to be this crazy hard thing and it doesn't require your kids to be quote unquote easy it just requires you to get to know them really well and to figure out what works for them when you wouldn't necessarily have to in a education setting otherwise another myth i have heard a lot of with working in homeschooling especially is that if you work in homeschool, you have no me time. And while obviously I have felt this from time to time, the truth is that my time is what I make it to be. So when I truly start feeling like I'm overwhelmed, like I don't have any time to myself, it's usually because I've overbooked myself not because working and homeschooling have taken over my life. Obviously there are seasons where we're going to have less me time and everybody's threshold for how much me time they want or need is different. I just think as homeschooling moms, working moms, any mom, like you do give up me time when you become a mom. That's just how it works because you're obviously, now you have this human or multiple humans who require a lot out of you. So you're going to lose time to yourself. And the same is true for working in homeschooling. By choosing to homeschool, by choosing to work, you are going to make sacrifices. It's not an easy thing. A lot of people say it's a privilege. And while I do feel privileged, in a sense, to be home with my kids, it's not that I find it easy or that I just had it fall into my lap and it's just worked out perfectly. Absolutely not. I've made a lot of sacrifices, and one sacrifice is my me time. There are times when deadlines are approaching and busier times like the start of the school year, Christmas time, summer, when schedules kind of pile up and and, um, contradict each other at times. But in general, it really depends on what you view as me time and how much you expect to have. If you expect to have four hours of me time every day, you know, you could potentially make that work with working and homeschooling, depending on what you do. But if you want to be a little bit more realistic and you want half an hour to an hour a day, that's pretty doable in most situations if you get creative. It may not be all at one time. It may be little pockets of free time throughout the day. But you can be um, a little bit more creative with your time when you work in homeschool if if you do it in a way that's a little bit less traditional, which most of us do. In general, for me, I tend to get about an hour a day most days of the week when my kids are asleep or at least in bed to do what I want. Now, sometimes that includes showering and just like caring for myself, but I would say that is quote unquote me time. It's time just for me, Um, but I typically try to read during this time. I'll work on my bullet journal and sometimes I'll watch a little TV. It's not a ton of time, but I do also find that when you have less time for yourself, you actually do the more meaningful things or you feel compelled to do the more meaningful things. Do we always choose the most meaningful things? No, because we're human. But I feel, not pressure, but I feel like because I have just such a small pocket of time every day that's just for me, I want to make the most of it. Sometimes I do just scroll my phone. Sometimes I do watch Gilmore Girls. Whatever. Parenthood is what I'm watching now. But Sometimes I do choose kind of like quote-unquote fluff, but I do feel compelled to try to fit in reading and working on my bullet journal, which I would say are more life-giving things than watching TV because I have less time. When I had more me time before I became a mom and when I was a new mom, I actually watched hours of TV and wasn't reading books because I had more time. It's kind of funny how that works. When you have less time, you tend to spend it more wisely than when you have more time but I know maybe that's not true for everyone, but I know it's true for me when I've had less open, um, unrestricted time. When I have less of it, I do more with it, which is kind of funny, but they do say less is more. So maybe that's what that means. Um, And also you can fit in little pockets of me time when you're taking your kids to piano practice and you're just waiting in your car, you have some me time when you're driving and maybe your kids are listening to something and you can listen to a podcast, when you are getting ready for the day, when you're cooking, you know, all those little things you can kind of listen to an audiobook or listen to a podcast or watch a video or something alongside those things, which I would still consider kind of like me time while you're doing other things. Another homeschool myth is that working homeschool moms are better at balancing their time than most other people or more are better at balancing lots of different things and while obviously this is probably true for some working homeschool moms because we all have different strengths and some of our strengths like mine are time management and planning but there are plenty of type b fly by the seat of their pants working homeschool moms who are also thriving there's not just one personality type that is drawn to homeschool and has to work at the same time if anything We become better at these things because we have to. It's kind of like dealing with our kids and our kids not being quote unquote easier or uh, dealing with not having great patience or energy. We have to get better at these things because we might not always be good at these things going into it and because we just have to. Often if you are less type A, You are also okay with letting something slide, which can work out well. And that can be a great way to balance balance things is just by not doing as many things or letting something slide that aren't as important. That's okay. You don't have to be like the perfect person who has 25 tasks to do that day and you get all 25 done every single day. It's okay to be like, what I get done, I get done, and what I don't, I don't. And to make that work for you, it doesn't mean that your kids will never be educated or your job will suffer. Sometimes that can be a really good personality trait to have for balancing because you're not trying to force yourself to balance things that don't really need to be balanced. You can let some of that extra stuff go or get it done at a later time. But like anything that you spend a lot of time doing, you're going to get better at balancing all of it just by doing it by figuring out what works, making little tweaks to what you do to make it a little bit easier, taking things off your list, you're going to become better at that. Just like you become better at a job, just like you become better at homeschooling just because just like you get better at being a mom by working at it over time. So it's not that we're just naturally born every single working homeschool mom is better at balancing things than the rest of the population. Some of us are really gifted at that. And some of us are not. And we get better, all of us as a group, by just doing it. Um, That's really, I guess, the moral of this episode is that you're going to get better at all these things just by doing them. You don't have to be perfect at any of these things. Going into it, you will get better over time. Another myth that does not apply to every single working homeschool mom is that working homeschool moms must have a flexible job. While this can be helpful and Many of us do in some ways, depending on how you define flexible. It's definitely not a requirement and not something that all working school moms have. Many do not have a flexible job. Many do have certain times they have to be at work or be online for work or certain deadlines they have to follow or things like that. Um They have to be logged in at certain times or whatnot, and they don't have a job where they can just like pop off of their job or head home or whatever. They work certain times or expected to be there or be on the computer at certain times. While a flexible job where you, you know, can set up your own business the way you want or it's more understanding of when your work times will be or things like that or having sick kids and you can stay home and not do your job, that can be really nice with homeschooling. Um, it's just not something that every single mom must have. So you don't have to feel like you can only work in homeschool if your job is super duper flexible because there are ways to work around that and you may have to be a little bit more strict with your schedule to make it work. And sometimes honestly, running your own business where you don't have where it's super flexible because you created it can be also extra stressful because you have nobody telling you when you need to do certain things and it, you can be more of a procrastinator and maybe miss out on money or miss out on your kids learning as much that day or that week or that month or that year because you kind of let stuff go because you don't have many restrictions and you have so much flexibility. So everybody's personality is different, but sometimes working in homeschooling without a flexible job may be helpful so that you can be more flexible with your homeschooling and have a more rigid schedule or demands on you with your job. It really just depends what works for you. And and all of this is adaptable over time. Not every working homeschool mom starts working with one job and sticks with that their entire homeschool journey. They may not work for a while and then start a business or they may pick up some hours here, do some freelance work over here. Like You're not set in stone of what you have to do. You may change jobs. Um, So flexibility is required in some sense for any mom in general, but especially working homeschool moms. But our job doesn't have to be the thing that is flexible. We can be flexible with homeschooling. That's one of the things people really love about homeschooling is that it is flexible. Whereas standard school, you have to be there certain hours. They have requirements of you Teachers have homework and stuff like that, but when you're homeschooling, you can be a lot more adaptable and work around, um, you can homeschool around your work. And the last myth, of course I can't get through a homeschool myth podcast episode without talking about socialization. So the last myth is that working homeschool at moms have no time for quote-unquote socialization. Just like with me time, it's really easy to assume that if someone is working and homeschooling, then surely their kids aren't properly socializing with other kids. Just like we assume a mom isn't getting any me time if she's working and homeschooling. We assume that their kids are not socializing. I actually have found this to be the opposite of true for my own life and the lives of my friends who also work and homeschool. Many of us, because we are balancing a lot, We actually crave time with other moms and our kids to have time with other kids. So we go out of our way to get out of the house when we can and be with other families or be out in the community or doing active things because we have a lot on our plate. So we do things like co-ops, nature groups, homeschool friend groups, play dates, homeschool field trips, all of these different ways that kids interact. And then also just being out in the community, going to church. Things like that, we are usually, a lot of us working homeschool moms are still very involved in things, and that just brings life to our life and helps us connect with others and have that time to um, build into just our friendships and our relationships with others, and it's a really beautiful thing. But on top of that, our kids often do see friends and family more throughout the week because we have different schedules than most people. We, A lot of us do not work a typical business schedule, so we can be out during the day meeting with other people or interacting in different ways. And we also do things like go to the store, go to appointments, libraries, government offices, etc. with our kids because they're with us a lot of the time. And so our kids learn how to socialize in many different scenarios than most kids would because they're at school those hours of the week and aren't doing those things with their parents regularly. So we are socializing, most of us, um, even though we work in homeschool. And I think it's actually kind of a catalyst to get us to socialize more because we are trying to do so many things and that's something we just really crave. And so we find the way to get that done and to get out into the world more. Whew, that was a lot of myths. Um, I'm sure there are many more that I didn't cover. Maybe I'll do in a future episode. I would love if you would DM me on Instagram and share any other myths that I did not talk about that you have heard. But I hope you guys enjoyed me kind of dissecting these different ones. Showing why they're not always true, why they keep moms from trying out homeschooling if they need to work because these myths are holding them back. I really do think that's the number one reason why so many people don't homeschool is because they need to work and they have a lot of these myths in their mind of what would it be like or how they would suffer or the kids would suffer or how they're not good enough to do that, which just, you know, likely is not true. I would also love to know any other topics you would like me to discuss here on my podcast. So DM me over on Instagram at worklifeglue. Let me know what you're liking or what you would like to see more of because I just want to be a light and be a voice for fellow working homeschool moms. I would love also if you would leave a rating and review and share this episode with a friend who's maybe on the fence about homeschooling or needs to work while they're homeschooling or is a fellow working homeschool mom and just needs to feel like somebody understands her because trust me, I do. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Happy homeschooling. Thank you for stopping by my little cozy home here on the internet. I pray this podcast episode blessed your life and helped encourage you. I would appreciate so much if you would leave a rating and review and why not share this episode with a friend while you're at it. Make sure to follow me on Instagram as well at worklifeglue for tons more inspiration and encouragement for fellow working homeschool moms. And don't forget to add a little fun into your day. Happy homeschooling. I'll see you next time.